Morgan's AM, your pre-market briefing. US equity markets ended a choppy Friday session with modest gains, with the S&P 500 and Nasdaq posting their first positive session of 2024 as investors digested the latest jobs data and eyed the beginning of the fourth quarter earnings season later this week. The Dow added 26 points or 0.07 of a percent. Walgreens Boots Alliance rebounded just over 3% a day after the release of its first quarter result that saw the pharmacy chain nearly halve its quarterly dividend and provide a downbeat outlook on consumer spending. Elsewhere, the Federal Aviation Administration on Saturday ordered the immediate grounding of Boeing Co's 7379 MAX jetliners after an Alaska Airlines plane suffered a blowout that left a gaping hole in the side of the fuselage. The required inspections will affect about 170 airplanes worldwide. Boeing is slated to release fourth quarter and 2023 deliveries on Tuesday night. The broader S&P 500 edged point. 2 of a percent higher, financials up half a percent, led 8 of the 11 primary sectors higher. The S&P Banks Index gained 1.3%, hitting an 11-month high. The Nasdaq inched 0.1 of a percent higher. Tesla was down 0.2% after announcing the re- recall of more than 1.6 million cars in China to fix problems with autopilot features and locks. Both issues can be repaired through a free over-the-air software update. Small capitalization Russell 2000 Index fell 0.3%. The three benchmark averages notched their first negative week in 10, with the Dow down 0.6% last week. The S&P 500 ended the shortened four-day trading week down 1.5%. The Nasdaq shed 3.25%, marking the technology-centric indices worst weekly performance since September. Apple fell 0.4% last Friday, logging its fifth consecutive session decline and extending its weekly drop to 5.9%. Two research houses downgraded the company last week. The US fourth quarter earnings season kicks off this week. Things heat up particularly on Friday with Bank of America, Bank of New York Mellon, Citigroup, JP Morgan Chase Co, Wells Fargo, BlackRock, Delta Airlines and United Health Group all slated to release quarterly results. Analysts expect S&P 500 earnings to rise by 11% in 2024 after increasing just 3% in 2023 according to LSEG data. The JP Morgan Healthcare Conference also takes place this week in San Francisco. The conference is one of the year's largest gatherings of major industry CEOs, where they reveal earnings guidance and updates on clinical trial research. Meanwhile, the CES Technology event kicks off in Las Vegas on Tuesday night, running through until Friday. In US economic data on Friday night, the official jobs report recorded that non-farm payrolls increased by 216,000 in December topping economists' forecast for the addition of 170,000 and well above the 199,000 jobs added in November. The unemployment rate was steady at 3.7%, while hourly wages rose 0.4% last month and 4.1% over the past year. Elsewhere, the Institute for Supply Management's Services Purchasing Managers Index dropped to 50.6% in December from 52.7% in November, below the 52.5% reading forecast by economists. The Prices Paid Index, a measure of inflation, slipped 0.9% to 57.4%. And earlier this morning, Australian time, congressional leaders reached a $1.59 trillion deal on top-line spending, paving the way for a deal to fund the government. The retail sector down 1.1% led falls on European bourses last Friday, leaving the pan-European stock 600 index 0.3% lower. Germany's DAX eased 0.1%, France's CAC rose 0.4%. 
French spirits giant Remy Cointreau tumbled 12% last Friday after the Chinese government announced an anti-dumping investigation into the European Union brandy industry. Pernod Ricard lost 3.6%. In broader stock moves, Danish shipping giant Molomirsk was down 1% last Friday, saying it will divert all of its ships away from the Red Sea for the foreseeable future, as the security risk continues to be at a significantly elevated level. In economic data, a flash reading of Eurozone Consumer Price Index climbed to an annual rate of 2.9% in December from 2.4% in November, below the 3% rate forecast by economists. Markets are now pricing in a less than 50% probability of a first rate cut in March by the European Central Bank, down from approximately 65% last week. London's FTSE 100 fell 0.4%. Advertising giant WPP, however, gained over 4% amid reports that Kantar Media could be auctioned later in the year. The UK corporate calendar this week includes trading updates from a host of companies, including a number of major retailers, such as Sainsbury on Wednesday night and Marks and & Spencer and Tesco on Thursday night. The base metals complex was mixed last Friday. Copper dipped 0.04% to be trading just shy of $3.84 a pound. Aluminium fell 0.3%. However, nickel gained 1.9% and zinc rose almost 1%. Benchmark spot iron ore fell $2.30 or 1.6% to $138.65 a metric tonne. Gold futures dipped 20 cents to $2,049.80 an ounce, down approximately 1.1% for the week after posting three consecutive weekly gains. Bitcoin was trading just above US $44,000, with traders fixated on the potential approval of exchange-traded funds tied to spot trading of the cryptocurrency. Fox Business reported over the weekend that BlackRock expects expects its Bitcoin ETF to be approved on Wednesday. The Securities and Exchange Commission has a deadline of the 10th of January to determine whether to approve the spot Bitcoin ETF application filed by ARK Invest and 21 shares but might also choose to approve multiple applications at the same time on Wednesday night. Benchmark oil prices advanced to cap a strong opening week of the year amid a fresh escalation of tensions in the Middle East. WTI rose $1.62 or 2.2% to 73.81 a barrel, logging a weekly gain of 3%. Brent gained $1.17 or 1.5% last Friday to 78.76 a barrel, settling with a weekly advance of 2.2%. Saudi Aramco on Sunday said it would cut crude prices to all regions, including its largest market in Asia, a move that comes amid weaker global oil prices and increased production by producers outside of the Organisation of Petroleum Exporting Countries. On US bond markets, 10-year Treasury yields gained just over 5 basis points on Friday to 4.04%, touching an intra-session peak of 4.1% and extending the benchmark's weekly rise in yield to just over 18 basis points. The two-year note yield added 0.7 of a basis point to 4.91%, climbing 14 basis points last week. Futures markets last Friday priced a roughly 62% chance that the Federal Reserve cuts rates by 25 basis points in March, down from approximately 73% a week ago, according to the CME FedWatch tool. Elsewhere, the president of the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas, Laurie Logan, said on Saturday that further interest rate hikes remain possible if inflation begins to heat up again. Participating in a panel discussion at the annual meetings of the American Economic Association and the International Banking, Economics and Finance Association, she observed that if policymakers don't maintain sufficiently tight fiscal conditions, there is a risk that inflation will pick back up and reverse the progress we've made. The week ahead centres on inflation data, with Australia's Consumer Price Index for November released on Wednesday. The US CPI for December is released on Thursday night. China's CPI and Producer Price Index for December are released on Friday, 
followed by the US PPI for December on Friday night. The Australian dollar is buying around 66.9 US cents. The Tokyo Stock Exchange is closed today for a public holiday. This is general advice only, and we have not considered your needs or objectives.